1: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: Good day to be with us here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket, however it is your consuming content. Uh, we've got plenty of live streams out there for you to follow. Of course, the radio as well. Uh, breaking news from Husterland. Uh, Donovan Jones from Omaha North commits. He's a DB, so he's all in. That's cool. Uh, we're not as much in the football realm. Let's stick to the basketball reaction for now. Yeah. I mean, because NBA drafts here. We, we gotta we gotta get on it. Stay well, on it. we're gonna hit the draft really heavy in hour or two, but I'm still kinda mind blown by this Chris Paul trade. Oh, okay. One thing I asked you was what does this do with Clay Thompson? Assuming they bring him back and he's there to stay, so you're gonna run it out, you know, right out in the sunset with the Splash Brothers. This has to move him to the three for most of his minutes, doesn't it?
3: I mean, yeah. So I mean I think at that point You've got to um, – it depends on what your, what your thought process is, right? Either you're saying to yourself, we're going to use Chris Paul in a backup role so we minimize his injuries, mm-hmm. or we're going to start Chris Paul and move Wiggins into a, a six-man role. Um, I, I don't think you can do that because the reason being is – or Klay Thompson into a six-man role. You got to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. The reason I, I I feel that way, and the good thing is, the relationship that they have with Steve Kerr is a one is a one. So um, I think he'll be able to have a discussion with them to help them to understand the roles that would need to be played. Because Wiggins plays such great defense, you don't want to lose that because Clay is not the same defensively no. that he was when he was a little bit younger. So you don't want to lose that part, especially in the early aspects of the game. You you want Clay Thompson to be somebody that's going to put pressure on you. I would say coming off the bench,
1: where mm-hmm. um, he can get a lot of. Then shots
3: that up. would move, probably, yeah. where Wiggins just just come in, just be ready to shoot. Then that 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 at that point, if you wanted to move Steph to the one, Clay to the two, Wiggins give a break and then bring him in. Clay. So there's a good rotation method. That could be set with them. You just
2: got to get them to the buy in, especially if you want to see more Kaminga.
3: Yeah, that's you, you need to see more Kaminga. He needs you need to have him thrive. He's he's <laughs> part of your young core and young future. Um, you were hoping that Jordan Poole would be that, but at this point, we know that that's that that couldn't happen with the Draymond Green situation.
2: And and I think in some aspects they want to retain him. Did Poole play his way out of that role or talk his way out of that role? I
3: think it was both. I think it was both. I you, you want you want me to tell you when I think it really 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 happened. I need you to tell me what really happened. When he blew off Stephen Curry, I think at that point Stephen because you saw the reaction could tell you how he felt. He threw his hands up like, "Oh, you don't give a WTF." Uh, uh, we you talk don't give facts. A we talk facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. give a WTF. We talk facts. Okay, so then at this point, then I'm out. You're unreachable. I'm on. If you can't, if I can't deal with you, I'm out. That means I'm having conversations. That's the thing about being, you know, the guy. You're having conversations with the top brass
2: mm-hmm. that
3: Jordan Poole ain't. <laughs> no. So at he that point, he thinks he is, but he ain't. I, I, I think that has. I think that had more to do with it than the than all the other aspects of what happened during that year to include Draymond Green. I think that had the most. Most impact in the in his removal,
2: and that was the most recent image too. That was yeah. really really late during the playoffs. Playoff like yeah, mm-hmm.
3: like I think it was either right before the playoffs or during the playoffs.
2: Yeah, it, like if that's game you know fifty right before the All Star break, you can rectify. Yeah, yeah. But this is in the playoffs, yeah. one of the biggest moments of your life, and you're doing that. That's not a good look. One more thing on the Warriors before we get to the the Washington aspect of this for just a little bit. Chris Paul, pick and roll maestro. Loves controlling the game, has his hands on the ball a lot. Yeah. Not the Warriors game. Now we curves ever run. The only right. time we've seen pick and roll consistently from the Warriors was when Clay was out and we saw all Steph and Draymond pick and roll in Steph's MVP years, most recent one, or in the playoffs when things got tough. You had Steph Draymond or Steph KD pick and rolls that were unstoppable. Well, Draymond's gone, master of the short roll. So that to me says they're gonna either look more like your traditional, you know, NBA team with Chris Paul or Chris Paul's going to have to adapt to a system. He hasn't run a lot of in his career. What do you make of that fit?
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, But the one thing I can say about Chris Paul is he's a, he's a consummate professional. Mm -hmm. Um, Just hadn't been able to play, but I think he's going to be able to take the uh, words of wisdom on what he would be best suited to help this team from from Steve Kerr. Mm -hmm. It's, it's definitely easier to not only if you're a multi uh, champion as a coach, but you're a multi champion as a player. So when you look at that, I think Chris in his pursuit of trying to get one of them, them bands, uh, I think he would definitely take whatever role that is presented to him that he feels can make him help the team. Now, Chris can still be dangerous. I think in that open style it'll suit him even better because he won't always have to handle. Mm. He'll just be able to push. He'll be able to create. He'll be able to get to his mid-range because guess what? Guys are going to be flying around in rotations. It's easier for a guy like Chris Paul with shot fake shooting abilities to be able to get into your mid-range when you don't just have to do it off the pick and roll. Mm. You can just do it off of, you know, guys trying to recover from rotations. So I think that's that's a a valuable
2: uh, part of his game that can help. Jordan Poole going to Washington. Can he be that guy? Can he grow into that guy? Um
3: I think it's gonna open the door for it, especially if Kyle Kuzma decides to bounce, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's he's looking on an opt out. Um I I I think similar to some guys that have gone to other places where like James Harden. Okay. I'm just gonna not gonna say he's James Harden. I'm not saying no. Jordan Poole is James Harden. But it's different when you have somebody to look over your shoulder, Austin, to know that Steph, the, one of the greatest shooters of all time, if you out there tricking it off, is coming to, uh, to get you, mm-hmm. right? Out in D.C., that's not going to be the case because Bradley Beal's gone. If Por, you know, Porzingis, Porzingis bounces, I don't think Kyle Kuzma's an alpha, to be honest.
2: He dresses like he wants to be, but you know, he's not. I
3: don't think he's an alpha, and I don't know anybody else on that Washington Wizards team that would be that. I think Jordan Poole has an alpha mentality, but at the same time, it's not you, like you have somebody looking over your shoulder. Very similar to what? To me, Jordan Poole's situation is similar to what um, DeJounte Murray's was in in, in uh, San Antonio.
2: Okay. Go on.
3: Meaning that it's a team that really is just a hodgepodge of people thrown together where they need somebody that has some big cojones mm-hmm. to step in and step up. And now that it's happened so early, it's still summertime, he's going to program in his mind a little bit differently than he would had he come back, knowing possibly that Draymond's that, possibly I might take a two-piece chicken wing to the jog again, <laughs> possibly – that um, I still got to look over my shoulder. Now you're preparing as if I'm him. It's different. It's different when they're going to be looking to you to be him. They're going to need you to be him, and they're going to want you to be him. So that's why I think this situation could—it's set up for him to to actually, you know, move his way into being a, a greater player in the NBA.
2: The names that come to mind when I think of Jordan Poole and his role are guys along the lines of Lou Williams, Jordan Clarkson, Monte Ellis, uh, Jamal Crawford types of guys. Had their roles, you know, they could start in a pinch, really good coming off the Jason Terry. The Jet, sure. I I think, again, not knowing Jason personally, he'd probably be able to speak on it better. I think Jason Terry was more mature, had more of a leadership role. And I probably trust Jason Terry with the ball in his hands a little bit more. I view Jordan Poole as a microwave, kind of from the outside. Yeah. Is there more ball handling in him to where he has all-star upside? Or is he going to be best served by being just a you know good stats, bad team, six-man-of-the-year type guy? Well,
3: I think he's shown that he has the capability of that. I think, I think what got in the way for him was, was that payoff. Mm. I think the payoff, you know, it can do this to anybody, right? Just think about it as you are a listener. As a listener, Soderham and Text Line, if you agree with me or you think this is a crazy take, you're welcome to jive in on that. 402-464-5685. Listen, um, just say that you're working at the corporation. There is an open VP position, right? You're not the CFO. You're not the COO. You're not the CEO. But there is an open vice president position, which is a a junior position, but is a high qualified position and there's some monetary value in it. You're pursuing it with all your, everything in you. You know what I mean? Um, The CFO goes down, and you're kind of right there, so you fill in that role, just like like Jordan Poole did when Steph Curry goes down.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: You fill in that role, and the next thing you know, they compensate you for it, even though you're still VP. They're saying, yo, we appreciate what you did. You showed up, you showed out. You deserve it. We give it to you. Then the CFO still there, but you're paid as if you're one of them C-level guys. And the next thing you know, you kind of get complacent. Mm -hmm. I've arrived. I've made it. You're not doing the work with the same fervor, the same passion. Everybody in the the room has got memes on you. They're clowning (laughs) you because the CFO had to curse you out in a meeting. Mm -hmm. Right? He jumped on your back in a meeting and now you, you feel in some kind of way uh, and you're feeling like I'm paid just like him. You know what I'm saying? I can do better work than him. And at the end of the day, you're not him. And that's what I think has happened with Jordan. I think there got, there's a level of complacency that set in to where he's not doing the same work, the same passion, the same drive that he had before. And in your mind, you think you've, you're a C-level guy. But you're not, and I think that's what happened with Jordan Poole.
2: The last bit of NBA news. Do, I do, 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 do you see where I'm going I or no? I totally do. I had nothing else to add. Yeah, That was cash money.
3: Yeah.
2: The last piece of NBA news I want to get to really quick. Uh, a lot of draft in hour two, so stay tuned for that. Chris Middleton declines his $40.4 Ooh, million dollar option with the Bucks. He will enter unrestricted free agency. That's one that I think Bucks people aye, 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 and... aye, 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 aye. You've
3: I you seen the cartoons? You seen yeah. the cartoon? <laughs> what? Uh yeah. That's how I feel about that. What? Great team. I guarantee I I'm, I'm willing to guarantee not unless there's some idiocy out there in the <laughs> NBA right now and and people are getting paid. Like for me, Bradley Beal is the highest paid I I <laughs> Um, like, like if you've seen the meme, um, from Russell Westbrook, where he says, what? <laughs> what you talking about? What are you dog? talking about, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you've seen that meme. That's oh, yeah. that's what I, that's what I feel about that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm dumbfounded at that part because you, you, you've been injured. You didn't come back and be who you was Were. before the injury. Yeah. Ah, that would be one that I would be hard pressed to.
2: So then the question becomes if it doesn't seem like the right basketball or financial move, was only Giannis consulted about the head coach? I think Middleton understands he's not on Giannis's level, but Giannis really pushed for Adrian Griffin to be the head coach. Do you think this is Chris Middleton saying he didn't get enough of a say? He wants to try to be that guy somewhere else?
3: Um, I'm going to let you tell me. Chris Middleton, his game... Where does he go where he can make that kind of money?
2: You're not making forty mil anywhere else. Zero places. <laughs> Zero places.
3: That's why I think it's that that is oh, That's worse than my agent. When I was coming off of injury, I go to Vancouver and now it was a little bit different. I was in a miserable it was like Dungeons and Dragons over there. It was like ugh, you know, just thinking about that that franchise and organization at that time so for me it wasn't even about the money it was about my peace of mind Mm -hmm. like i i had the best time playing in boston that next year it was we went to the conference fight that was the best even though i gave up the money and opted out two years like it was almost seven million dollars i would say i would never do that again like i i would have Went to them and said, hey, you know, this isn't working out. Let's see if we can make a move somewhere else. Two years left at that amount back then. That's workable. You know, somebody could say, "Eh, I like strict, you know, for a few years on that. We'll take a chance. You can, you could, that could happen. I I didn't even do that. But, but, but I had an agent also that was pushing me towards getting out because he didn't make the finances on that deal because my dad had, had negotiated up to a certain point. So he didn't make. But the difference on the money. So he was trying to get me out so he could make. Mm. So he told me, now, Chris Middleton's agent, I would be biting my fingernails like, bro, I need that 3% off that. Like, and you're on a, like, a championship-style team. Like, I was in Dungeons & Dragons. You're on a
2: championship-style team. 40 meal tickets? No way I'm leaving. No way I play that out. He wasn't even the problem. Like he wasn't no. he wasn't what he was in the championship year, but he wasn't that Ooh, bad. Gosh. But at forty mil for a guy that probably isn't an all star next year, maybe the Bucks got lucky and they can get a couple guys, you know, to step in and fill some cracks on if that. If I'm roster. the
3: Bucks, I'm happy as a mouse in a a snake in a snake uh pit that ain't getting looked at. The mouse, look, they want to eat the mouse because they hungry, but they ain't even hungry enough to look at the mouse. The mouse sitting over in the corner like, thank you. (laughs) That's how the Bucs feel right now. 40 mil off the books. Off the books. You can go do some things with 40 mil tickets. If I'm the Bucs, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. Crazy stuff. Crazy. Crazy decisions in the NBA from GMs, from owners, from – Players alike, everyone's infected with the bananas gene. Hopefully you're
3: not, though. Oh, uh, well, you, you can't be Eddie Murphy on, on uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop and fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Dude, Some people fall for falling for the banana in the tailpipe right now.
2: And they've fallen hard mm. and fast. Uh, it's your chance to not fall hard or fast on the shootout with Strick. 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line. little NBA draft trivia for you today. Uh, in the spirit of the occasion. So call now, four zero two We're going more on the team side, less on the player side. So if you know anything about that, call now, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Take on Strick and Shootout. Uh, we'll do that next.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.